Life is back on Sports Betters, and BetUS has your NBA, NHL, UFC, PGA, and yes, NFL betting lines up for their 27th year and live betting and all of it. Log in to BETUS.com or call 800-792-3887. That's 800-79-BETUS. BetUS for 125% bonuses with promo code EB125. Customer service pros are ready to get your phone. Social and online sports betting kickoff started now. Play with the proven mainstay in the industry, BetUS. You bet, you win, you get paid. BetUS.com with promo code EB125. Wake up, Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine, rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake, brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 The Ticket's Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And the Lincoln Journal stars Steve Sippel. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Happy Friday to you, Steve Sipple. Jake Sorensen, early break, full show ahead. We have Jerry DiNardo of the Big Ten Network at 7 o'clock today. Lee Sterling of Paramount Sports going through this weekend's games. Of course, no Nebraska this weekend, but there's other football games in college and NFL happening, Sip. Yes, there is. Yes, there are. Uh, how are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing. I'm doing well. I'm having a better morning than Alec Baldwin is today. Let's wow. just go with that. Yeah, you are. This, that's an incredible story. If you want to break that down. Yeah, right I think now. I think we need to let people know about that before we get going. Uh, we, you, you and I have been beyond fascinated this morning. I'd say describe the word about this Alec Baldwin story. You have the story pulled up. Yeah, I have a story. So what happened in Santa Fe, New Mexico? Involving Alec Baldwin, mm-hmm. the actor. A prop firearm. I'm, I'm going to read straight okay, from the good. AP story. A it's, prop, it's, worth ta- it's worth talking about. Yeah, a prop firearm discharged by veteran actor Alec Baldwin, who was starring and producing a Western movie, killed, killed his director of photography and injured the director. Uh, this was yesterday afternoon yep. at the movie set, which was outside Santa Fe, New Mexico. So the the director of photography for the movie, a woman named Helena Hutchins, mm-hmm. was airlifted to University of New Mexico Hospital where she was pronounced dead. Um, the, there's a there's a another fella. Uh, uh, he was a director, a director, forty eight year old. He's undergoing treatment for injuries. Jeez. A spokesman for Baldwin said there was an accident on the set involving the misfire of a prop gun with blanks. Huh. But somebody was killed. <laughs> I don't understand Yeah, it's, how this can happen. Yeah, you know, how that can happen in a... Well, I mean, I don't know if they there was just a mistake made and the prop gun had a, a live bullet, but how does that... I, I don't know how... How does, a, how does a, an actual bullet end up in a, in a prop gun? I don't know. It's it's like this, a, this story is crazy. It's a, it it's is unbelievable. A, it is absolutely a story that you never see. I mean, you've, <laughs> you've ne- I've never. And I'm 55. I've never seen. Oh, in a movie set, somebody fired a prop gun and actually killed somebody. 
<laughs> it's bizarre. Yeah, it's. I, I, I mean, saw that last night. I said this. This is absolutely crazy. And yeah, yeah. Alec Alec is sixty eight, and now he was. Um, they say that that Baldwin was seen Thursday outside the sheriff's sheriff's office in tears, but attempts to get comment from him were unsuccessful. Yeah, I mean, this is um, that's the story. I mean, th- that's what we know right now. Um, the movie is about a 13-year-old boy who left to fend for himself and his younger brother following the death of his parents in 1880s Kansas. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's... I, I, I don't just know what you, to say. I just thought it was worth mentioning because I thought that that's one of the most bizarre stories that I have just heard in a long yeah, time. Yeah, almost... Yeah. Maybe ever. I don't know. Yeah. It's that, very strange. That's wild. It, and it will be... Uh, yeah, it'll be a, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it develops legally. Um, what if he, I mean, he's culpable in a in some sense for sure. Um, I don't know what that will look like legally though. That's that's that will be all worked out. So I guess we'll track that story. It's it's a it's a strange one, but uh, not not a great Friday morning for Alec Baldwin and that set there he was on. No, I mean, I mean just think about that. I don't even want to think about it. It's a tough, yeah, it's hard for, and you know, there's a, there's a woman who's dead that we have to be very yeah. sensitive to, Jake. There's a family of a grieving over a, de- a woman who was killed in this manner. Apparently, this is not the first time this has happened. Really? The text line, several people are telling me that in a movie called The Crow with Bruce Lee, okay. this also happened where somebody, there was a, a, a prop gun that uh-huh. actually had a live bullet and, and somebody was killed on the set Ooh. so this is not a first time okay oh, it's, it seems like something that should be first time but I'd never apparently heard of that. it's not yeah obviously i'd never heard of that happening it's yeah yeah wild it's wild well, i guess yeah brandon leads uh, thanks to john des moines says john des moines says brandon lee the son of bruce lee was killed by a prop gun on the set of the crow in 1993 man man I mean, it's just horrifying. I mean, you're doing your movie stuff, you fire a gun, and and then somebody's laying there, and you're like, "Okay, get up." Yeah, you, you think you oh, you're, you're joking? Oh no, that's actual blood. Oh gosh, this is this is bad. And I bet when you, I, I my guess is having fired guns, you you know when that gun went off that there was a bullet in it. You wouldn't know before. I'm, I'm not no. suggesting that, but you would the the person firing it would probably know. Oh oh, um what just happened yeah that 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 felt different than a prop. yeah yeah yeah, yeah that yeah. felt a lot different yeah and oh crap oh man. that hit somebody oh yeah let's, so let's a talk, bizarre bizarre news there let's talk about bad football uh four six four five six eight five call or texas always by the way i, I gotta give my team some quick compliments from last night okay you know i don't want, i don't watch the nba They're but whole 72 45 i think you just give them the nba finals right now it's it's over the, the miami heat are the best team in basketball clearly after we after one game sip. what was the final the Miami Heat last night beat the defending NBA champion Milwaukee Bucks in Miami, one thirty-seven to ninety-five. Oh, it never got closer. It yeah. never got close. Yeah, it was forty to seventeen after the first quarter. Yeah, was, when, when I turned it on with Alex, we were at we were at our Buffalo Wings, Wings and Rings. Yeah, we were at Buffalo Wings and Rings. It was twenty-two to five, I think. Well, you know, well, yeah, you got a team that's that's playing at home, their first game of the season, and the Bucks were without Lopez. Um, Drew oh, Holiday. Listen now, hold on. Lopez, Drew Holiday, 
DiVincenzo, and probably a couple others. It was a long list. You know who did play? Giannis. It's all that matters. And Chris Middleton. It's all that matters. And they got their butts kicked by a, a better team. Yeah, it was 72-43 to 43 at halftime. And and the final score was 137-95. to 95. Just give them the championship right now. Yeah, it was impressive. It was impressive. I, I, I wondered if you would acknowledge. Oh, I, 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 did. I didn't watch a second of it, but I did track on the game tracker. Yeah. The Heat were impressive. I will say that. We watched the first entire first half, Jake. Oh, and, and the was, guy... And the guy that you don't like, Tyler Hero, I, I saw highlights. Well. He looks well. like a different player. Well, he, he had a horrible year last year. He right? was very aggressive. Well, he, maybe he needed fans in the stands. I mean, maybe it's a guy that, that, that thrives off of actual, not screens yeah. of people, but actual people yeah. in the stands. Could be. He was, from the highlights I saw, he made he was very well, aggressive right? on his layups when he was driving. He also made threes, I mean, like he always he, what does. What did he do? I mean, how he had 27 many, points did he like have 27? 20, in like 25 minutes. Okay, yeah, well, that's good. I'm not I so, can't take for, for the guy that got, you know, was criticizing him but as he left no, the on. show yesterday. Hold on, though. Hero was widely criticized last year. Well, it was a weird year. Well, he he had didn't have a bad fans year. in the stands last year. He had a bad year. Tyler Hero, in 24 minutes, had 27 points last year. Yeah, he night. played well. 10 of 18, 4 of 8 on threes. Uh, also had six rebounds. Spolstra had those guys ready. He was plus 27 in the plus-minus oh, department. That's amazing. Spolstra's team was was impressive. I mean, it was really impressive they did to that. watch him. They did all that scoring with Kyle Lowry, new addition, only scoring five points last night. Yeah, Lowry. One of eight. Yeah. yeah you know, have your bad nights when the team is rolling. So they otherwise. have Bam Adebayo, Kyle Lowry, Hero. Who else do they have? Jimmy Butler. Yeah, Jimmy B. How can I ever forget Jimmy B? Michigan's own Duncan Robinson. Yeah, who makes Duncan every Robinson. Looks at. Yep. P.J. Tucker. Yep, that's a good team. The Enforcer. Ooh, they are better than that. I was asking Enrique, our Enrique. Rico, yeah. Um, if if they're better, who's better, Knicks or Miami? I would say my first initial assessment is Miami's better and probably appreciably better. A lot better. Than yeah, the Knicks. If you're listening, Rico. Uh, the Knicks Sorry. suck. The Knicks the suck. The Knicks don't suck. Oh, yeah, they suck. No, they don't. <laughs> they don't suck. <laughs> they don't suck, Jake. They're a playoff team. They're pro- I think. No, 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 they're not the Heat, though. No, they're not. As- I don't think like, they're the like Heat. Like we said yesterday, the Heat were three and one last year in but, that weird season against the Knicks. But come on, I mean, you know how the NBA is. The Bucks aren't gonna are the Bucks are gonna be a playoff team, upper level playoff team. Mm-hmm. And the Heat will probably beat them in the playoffs again, <laughs> maybe. like they did two years ago. Yeah, it's maybe. fine, no worries. <clears throat> um, I think that's a bit of a rivalry too. By the way, it's becoming one. Bucks Heat, yeah. Yeah, it is. I agree. A little bit of a like hidden little NBA rivalry. If that well, wasn't look like we'll it give last them night. their one year. We'll give them their one season last year. Yeah, congrats, <laughs> congrats. I'm glad you're talking yeah, about two the NBA. years ago. I, I seem to forget what team beat the Bucks to advance to the NBA Finals. I, I, I think that was the Miami Heat who then lost the Lakers. I'm pretty sure. We should tell the listeners a little something about the dynamics of this show. We have a minor, I'd say, a minor issue that we're going to have to work through. I really like the NBA. And I like it a lot better than the NFL. Like, I just didn't... And we are totally on different spectrums there. It's easier to follow. Now that the crowds are back, it's it's amazing to watch. Like, the two games I've watched, Milwaukee-Miami, Knicks-Celtics, were the crowds were in it. The the players were... uh, Harrison would back me on this. It wasn't what people talk about Regular season NBA, ah, they're not trying. There's just a bunch of guys playing Ole defense and travel. No, no, no. That's not what I've seen the last two nights. 
And I bet the Hawks didn't play that way last night when they just they they rattled the teeth of of uh, of the Dallas yeah, they Mavericks. Beat the Mavs one thirteen to eighty seven. Yeah, those were the two games I was paying attention to. Their two blowouts. Steph Curry had forty five points in a one fifteen one thirteen win over the Clippers. I like what you're doing Warriors. right now. You're giving. He, they're, they're, Harrison, this is what you asked. Harrison, for. You want your NBA update? Harrison likes the NBA. Well, Harrison, don't get used to it on this show. Were you watching? Were you watching Miami last night? He was watching. You that probably game said too. what NBA champs. Harrison, you, oh yeah, he's thinking. You know, he's shaking his head. Oh, no, pretty good. I think he means yes, though. I mean, the one thing I we had that I will agree with you on definitely is that Miami's good. They're good. That was impressive. I like them. They're they're tough. See you in the finals. <laughs> See you there. What are you gonna do about that? What are you gonna do about Brooklyn? You think I'm scared about Brooklyn? Well, they got the best Kevin Durant plays five games a year. I'm not scared about that guy. He's the, best he's the fragile. Human he's being. Not, no, no, he's not. Don't. Okay, now you have problems. Why? Because Duran is not a fragile human being. What are you talking about? Being. He's always hurt. He's not a fragile he's human being. He's always hurt. How is he not fragile? He's the man the best is skinnier player. than this microphone Harrison, stand. Harrison, he's the, tell me, he's the best player in the world. When he's healthy, which is never, he's healthy like 25% of the season. Harrison, see me, Harrison. I think he's a great player, but guess what? You got you to gotta play to be a great player, too. And that guy is... See this piece of paper? He's thinner than that. He's thinner than this he, piece of paper. I have to see how many games he played last year. He played last year. Harrison, I mean, get that. I tell you, wasn't get, get to the grease board. He played <laughs> yeah. last year. Okay, well, let's see how many games he played last year. He's hurt all the time. That's a fact, not an opinion. That's a fact. Hey, the Vegas Bobcat has an idea. What? The Vegas Bobcat said, "I hate the NBA, but why don't you have Harrison provide a weekly update like?" Jake does on the NFL. That's fine. It's possible. I mean, I don't think you want to do it on a, on a I guess Friday is a good day, but the, the season is young. It is. Maybe next week we incorporate that. We'll let Harrison not, just, just an we'll idea. Let, we'll let Harrison give us an NBA update. It's just an idea. Okay, hold on. Let's see. Oh, wow. He played a lot of games <laughs> last year, Sip. Harrison informs us that he played a whole 35 games of 72 last season. Really healthy. Really healthy you player. You got it. Yeah, I don't know watch the NBA, but I can I still know things about it, and I know that Kevin Durant is not reliable to stay healthy, and that is a fact, not an opinion. <laughs> well, okay, I uh, he's the best player in the world. Okay, four six four five six eight five. I have a question for you guys about football, actual Nebraska All right, football. Let's do this. This this is this is a psychology test for you guys. Yeah, we love Ready? Yes. Yeah, we like we like doing the occasional psychology test. Yeah. Here's the question. Are you the listeners out there approaching this Husker bye weekend with relief of avoidance of a potential gut punch or sadness because you can't watch Husker football? 4645685. What what would you guess the answer to that is from people. I don't think is that... there is there a resounding answer? Or is it going to be a mixture? I, I don't think people are sad. I don't think that 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 sort of thing causes sadness. Bummed. I, I think they want to. I think they prefer to have a game. That's what I think. I, I wonder. Uh, when, Do they when, need a break? Is when, that what you're when saying? the season has gone like this, where you're not bad, you just have had so many gut wrenching losses where you have been punched in the gut when you thought you had a chance your heart's been ripped out five different times Mm -hmm. and you think this team probably could almost be bowl eligible right now and said they have three wins and five losses so that's why i'm curious are are you are you regarding this weekend with relief that nebraska is not playing or are you bummed 
that you can't watch Nebraska football play. Do you just need a, do fans Nebraska fans just need a break? Do they need a break? I doubt they're sad. I mean, there's things that elicit sadness. Well, there might be world. parents of players who are sad. Oh, yeah, I can't watch my yeah. son play this weekend. Yeah, well. Um. <laughs> Life is back on sports betters, and BetUS has your NBA, NHL, UFC, PGA, and yes, NFL betting lines up for their 27th year and live betting and all of it. Log in to BETUS.com or call 800 792 3887. That's 800 79 BETUS. Bet US for 125% bonuses with promo code EB125. Customer service pros are ready to get your phone. Social and online sports betting kickoff started now. Play with the proven mainstay in the industry. Bet US. You bet. You win. You get paid. BetUS.com with promo code EB125. Maybe we're a little bit relieved. Maybe they need a break. Maybe they need a break. I, I look at it differently than probably even you do because those I look at it as a nice break because it's not a 14-hour work day. You know, tomorrow will be beautiful for me, beautiful. I mean, I know what I'm doing at 2 o'clock tomorrow. You know what I'm doing at 2 o'clock tomorrow. 2 o'clock. Some teams Come on, 2 o'clock Purdue and Wisconsin. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you're a Nebraska fan, that's a appointment TV, I would think. I would think unless you just want to get away from, from it all. But I, I'm watching Purdue-Wisconsin, and I'm asking Jerry about Purdue-Wisconsin. And I'm going to a football game. And you're going to Oklahoma-Kansas. I should have you guess what the line is on that game, by the way. Okay, let's play that game. I'll pull it up. You can guess, and I'll have it here So you're spending your break <laughs> watching football. Going to a game. Which, which is, is not like me, actually. I usually, I usually get far away from sports during the bye, and I'm going to a sporting event. Yeah, that's fun. I think it's a great idea. Okay. I like what you I have you're it doing. pulled up. Why don't, why don't you guess the line? Number three, Oklahoma at... Kansas, who is one in five and zero and three in conference play. The number that entered my head immediately is maybe a little high, so I'm not even going to say okay. it. I'm ready for it. Okay, I oh I'm just going to say the number that entered my head first. Forty one point five. That's pretty close. You're you're close. Forty one point thirty eight and a half. Okay. Oklahoma is a thirty eight and a half point favorite tomorrow at Kansas. Yeah. The the over under is sixty six and a half. Hmm. So. I think that's about right. Thirty-eight that strikes yeah, me. Thirty-eight about points. Like, that strikes me like a fifty-six to ten. Ten. Yep. Well, that'd be right at the line. Over under sixty-six and a half. That's oh, about God. right. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. that would be over the spread then. Yeah. So that's how you're 10. spending. Is that your, is that your official pick? Fifty-six to ten. I'll write it yeah. down. Fifty-six to ten. Yeah, I haven't heard from Lance Leipold lately. Well, um, they're one in five. He's yeah, got he's other grinding. things to worry about yeah, there. He's grinding. Um, I. So you're headed that way. You know what I'm going to be doing at 2 o'clock. Yeah, you're watching Purdue-Wisconsin. Yeah, and I don't know what other games, like what would I suggest that people watch? Um, it's not a great week in college football. Let's just say that. The, the slate this weekend is is pretty bleak in terms of appeal of a certain game. There's a, there's a couple decent ones. Like I'd say like Oklahoma State-Iowa State. Oklahoma okay. State's undefeated. Okay? By the way, Iowa State is is a seven-point favorite in that game. That's really interesting. I, I, isn't that weird? Okay, Oklahoma State, I will tell you, is really good up front on defense. Now, they have a quarterback named Spencer, too, at Oklahoma. His name is Spencer Sanders, though, who's, and he's a little erratic. But, yeah, that surprises me that Iowa State's a seven-point favorite. Oklahoma State, Jake, is quietly got to 6 and 0. Oh. The, the Cowboys are 6 and 0. Oh. 
Okay. I'll confirm that spread right now. It might have, it might have gone down. No, I think it, I think you're about right. I no, think it, that, it, yeah, Iowa State at yeah. four and two against ranked Oklahoma. This is this is bizarre. Oklahoma State is number eight in the country. Yeah, they're number eight. They're six and zero. Oh. Iowa State's four and two unranked, and Iowa State's a seven point favorite at home. Yeah, it's part partly why I. Yeah, the over under's got to be about forty five. Forty seven. Okay. Forty seven. The that game is sneaky. It's sneaky good. It's a game you could watch. I think a lot of like people my ageish too who who love those days of the Big Eight and the Big Twelve might watch that game. I think that LSU Ole Miss is kind of a sneaky good game. Oh, Clemson Pittsburgh sneaky good. Pittsburgh oh, Pittsburgh's a favorite. Well, Pittsburgh's a three and a half Clemson point favorite. Clemson sucks this year, and yeah. Pittsburgh's got Kenny Pickett. Yeah, that's sort of an interesting game. I know you're right. There's none I mean, come of these on, you're games. stretching there though. I'm Let, stretching. In a normal week, you if it had decent games, you wouldn't even talk about those games. Well, how you just about mentioned. can I sell you? Can I sell you Ohio State Indiana? No. <laughs> Ohio State is a twenty point favorite, and Indiana has been bad this year. Yeah, I know that that game is sometimes weirdly close. I don't, I don't see it this year. I think Indiana's washed. Oh, yeah, They're you're done. right. There's not much. To, it's a terrible much, week of games. There's not much to sell. Uh, I, Oregon, UCLA, maybe that's yeah, an ABC game s- at two thirty. Yeah, but can, again, you got to try to sell me on this. Like this is not like a I sell myself by seeing the matchup. It's like I got to convince myself that's worth watching. Yeah, it's interesting too that I was interested that UCLA's favored in that game. I would have I picked Oregon. Uh, for, how weird is that? Okay, that's this is where we're at with the strength of teams in the in the top ten. Apparently, you've got two mm-hmm. top ten teams that are underdogs. Playing on the road against unranked teams that uh, are underdogs. underdogs. Does that not tell you about right now where the, yeah. the strength of, this, of the point. teams are this year? It's a great point. In college yeah. football? Yeah. It's two, a very weak season so far. Yeah. Two top ten teams, road dogs. That's really weird. It, you've, you've got one team out there that's 10. consistently showing they're very good in Georgia. Otherwise, it's teams that all have flaws. They all have problems. Mm-hmm. Like Ohio State had early flaws. They're figuring it out now, and they're going to be up there at the end. But other than that, you know, the number two team is Cincinnati. That, yep. That's where you're at. We're midway through the season, and already because of these losses by other teams, you have an AAC team at number two in the country mm-hmm. who is playing very good football. Yep. But that's where you're at. It's, it's a week. It's been a weak season so far. So, see, this is, you know, during the off week, you can kind of ponder weird things. Let's ponder this. I had a, I, I opened up a, a mailbag question oh, yeah. column yesterday and got some that. decent questions. One one came in late, and it but it but I saw it as I was laying my head down to rest last night, and I thought about it. Um, what would you? What would Scott Frost do if Spencer Radler gave him a holler and said, "Hey, I'd like to give it a go somewhere else, um, and maybe Nebraska." I would say Frost take that call. And even if Adrian's coming back, take that call. Nothing wrong with having those two guys on campus at this point. Adrian's had four years. Four years. That's not an affront to Adrian. Uh, but if you can't make a bowl game in four years, you, yeah, you deserve some competition. It's not an affront to Adrian. Adrian's got to look at – Adrian would have to look at that situation if he wanted to come back. Like, yeah, bring him on. Spencer Rattler would have to look at it like, yeah, I'll beat him out. You'd have two veteran guys in the in the room – can't worry about Logan Smothers and what and, and what Heinrich Harburg are going to think. If if Rattler, I mean, I guess you could turn the question this way too. Should Nebraska pursue Rattler? I mean, it's not a it's not an extraordinary wild question based only on what Scott said on Wednesday, which is what we're looking for immediate impact players in the transfer portal and the JUCOs. 
Well, Spencer Rattler would be an immediate impact player. I just I don't think Jake? yeah I don't think he considers Nebraska if Martinez is back even if it's a chance of hey yeah. you know it's yeah. open competition if if I'm Spencer Rattler I'm going to a place where I know pretty much again it's not going to be given but it's a pretty much for sure that I'm going to start there I'm a guy that was entering this season thinking I'm a first round pick and a, and a Heisman favorite I'm not going somewhere to to battle out at a school that at Nebraska is struggling to make a bowl game again. Right, you don't think like, I don't do think it. it fits unless Adrian were to leave. Like if we know for sure that Adrian is leaving, mm-hmm. I could see him entertaining Nebraska. But if Adrian's back, there's no way he signs up for a competition. Well, with Adrian, let's go back to to what win I, the job. What I was the original question: If you're Frost, do you take that call? Yeah, I say yes. You take the call. Yes. Or you, you take the call. Yes, take the call. But I think that you don't take it seriously if Adrian's coming back. And again, I'm not saying that Adrian doesn't need competition. I think he does, but I just don't think that makes sense for Rattler to come to a place that's you know worse than Oklahoma in terms of product right now, and still not know if you're going to start the football game. Vegas Bobcat just takes me to task in a big way. Good lord, <laughs> he said. Good lord, text. Good lord, you think Frost would take Rattler? See Joe Burrow. Um, oh boy! Hold on. Now it's different, though. Now hold on, Vegas. It changed. The conversation changed. At the time that Burrow was available, Adrian Martinez had just come onto the scene. Now we're talking about a four-year starter who's had his time. It's different. Conversation is completely different. Now we don't have to go down this because there's nothing to it, but it is interesting. It really, I mean, I I got to tell you, I would love it. I would love it. If Nebraska got Spencer Rattler, okay, but is he better than Adrian? Well, if Adrian moves on, it doesn't matter. I mean, but but what if he doesn't? It doesn't make sense for Rattler. They compete. It doesn't make sense for they compete for, for Rattler to come. They here compete if, if Adrian is back. No, not really. It does. From what you saw with your own eyes, what I saw with mine in the Oklahoma Nebraska game, Rattler didn't look any better than Martinez to me. In fact, he looked worse in that game to me. The, now okay. I know he maybe he had some. Oh, I, I thought Adrian had the upper hand that yeah, day. Yeah, right. Yeah. And then the next week, Rattler starts against West Virginia, and they put up 16 points in a, in a, in a close win. After that, you know, he gets pulled eventually. Caleb Williams now puts up a lot of points against Texas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He and got, then in the last week, he played as well. Rattler got pulled early against Texas. and that's, and that's Because he sucked. Yeah. And, and Caleb good. Williams, they were down 28-3, to three, right? 28-7. And he came back and won the game because of him. I wonder if people understand how weird that got. We're driving down to Norman, Oklahoma, we, the Journal Star crew, to cover that game, Nebraska game, on whatever that was. September, was it September 19th? 16th, maybe? Yeah, made the late September. We're driving down there, and the big news is, oh, look at Spencer Rattler. He's he's There's a photo of him outside a Norman, Oklahoma, or Oklahoma City car dealership mm-hmm. with not one but two cars that he just got. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, he's the man. I mean, he's standing there, arms folded. In front of two vehicles, one looked like sort of a like a pick bigger pickup, and one like a, I think it, I don't even know what it was, but it was sweet. Obviously, they didn't, they didn't give him crap, and he's standing there, arms folded, and I'm just thinking, man, he's the man. This is probably just the start. And then I watched him, and I'm like, ah, Rattler's not all that. He's not all that much. No, to say the same guy we saw last year. Anyway, it's not a crazy conversation at this point. Frost is gonna have to. At like, I mean, the way Adrian—it's going to matter a lot when Adrian makes his decision after this after this season as to what he's going to do. 
you almost need to, I would almost say, think about it, Jake, Black Friday ends, game's over. If Nebraska's not going to a bowl, do you want some decisions from yes. guys? Yes, let's make some snap decisions. Let's go. Well, do you do, you do that? Don't wait to, it out. Do you do that to Adrian? Adrian, what are, you, what are you doing? You coming back? You're leaving. We need to know. We got to know. We got we to gotta make progress right now. He, I, do you think he would know? I, you can't that drag point? that on. You can't. Drag I hope that he out. would. That would hurt Nebraska. Yeah. Either way, if it's if he's coming back, you, I mean, you, you just don't know what to do. If, I mean, you're, if you're leaving, okay, let's move on. Let's, build, let's get somebody. I mean, we I kind of circumvented your thoughts on that whole uh, spiel about that Frost said that we're looking for immediate impact, immediate impact players from the transfer portal on JUCO. What did you think when you heard that? When Frost I, said, that? I, "I said I liked what he, I liked what I heard." Do you? Yeah, I do too. I just, just we just saw Mel. T- I know now all those guys are playing it for Michigan State, but you just saw Mel Tucker use that approach to get seventeen transfer players, and you're seeing a lot of those guys play. And mm-hmm. Kenneth Walker's made a huge impact on that team. Yeah, Sam, Sam, who's very intelligent, Sam McEwen of the World Herald, has advocated that Nebraska <laughs> swing its recruiting that way. I think you should that you reserve several spots, like ten. Now, I, I remember we, we, we talked about this, and I said we 10 did. was a little high. I but think it might be right now. 10 spots in your recruiting class for transfers. Um, now, that seems high, and I think that, 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 that number has to be – it has to be flexible. But, flexible, but I, I – But I, a place like Nebraska – I get the gist of that, though. Yeah, you got to be careful. You always got to be careful in that conversation that you're getting guys that fit your – program that fit your culture that fit it just fit they've done a pretty good job of that i just don't even know before we get to calls here i I don't i don't know if you if you talk to a general nebraska fan and and mention the name spencer rattler like are they even excited to take that on i am from what i from what i have seen with my eyes and who i've talked to in terms of people that watch college football they're like i don't even want spencer rattler i I, i'd say that there's some of that going on let's see what chris and Vinny says. yes let's get a call from chris chris you're on early break go ahead Good morning, Jake, Steve, and happy Friday to you guys. Same to you, Chris. Hey, happy Chris, Friday. how are you? I'm good, Steve. I'm good. A chilly morning out here this morning. Uh, listen, you guys, you're talking about this, what Sam McEwen said there, Steve. I, I cannot help but think the state of this football program right now, that that is probably a more of a desperation move. Mm. Would you guys agree, Chris? It's the times. I mean, I don't. I yes. It's the times, and it's Scott's situation too. So I get what you're. I get where you're coming from. Yes, uh, that, but Steve, now my question back at you and Jake would is: Would Alabama be doing the same thing? No. I'd say no. I would say probably no too. Right. Uh, they don't need to. They don't need to. But the, Nebraska needs to, and and I, to me, that's more. Uh, it's a it's a desperate move, but it's a move that, like you said, Steve, it is the sign of the times, like it or not. And uh, you know, if if we have to go that way to win football games, so be it. Well, you can spin it this way. You can. It's always how you spin things, Chris. What if I just said to you, it's this. You do, Chris. Whatever it takes. That sounds better than desperation. You do whatever it takes. And whatever it might take that right now is to go get some immediate impact, guys. And the way Scott spun it, by the way, Chris, is, 
we're close and we need some guys that can put us over the top. What about that? Uh, that, that good point, Steve. Now, to do whatever it takes, that you're, I, I've got to throw you back into the 70s, like we always used to say about Oklahoma in the early, mid-70s, late-70s, best team money can buy. Yeah. Well, I'm not sug- well, now you can do that legally, Chris. You yeah. Can, you can, in, you can buy players. that amazing? Yeah, you can buy them now, Chris. You can Gosh. go out and buy them. Uh, I, Steve, Jake, hey, Jake, one thing on your original question here. Okay. Do I like, do, do I like having a, a off week? Okay. Yes, if there are good games. Uh, the way it looks right now, I'm with you, Steve. I'm going to watch Purdue and Wisconsin with with very much interest tomorrow. Yes, yes. Uh, because with those two are, are coming up on the schedule, but I think we missed the really good games by a week. I think next yes. week they've got Penn State, Ohio State, and Michigan, yeah. Michigan State. It's a great week next the, week. Nebraska's sandwich in between those games. Michigan, Michigan State is early. Ohio State, Penn State is late. Nebraska is at two two thirty. Oh wow! Okay, that oh boy, a big ten, a feast of a big ten. Yeah, I yeah, I, uh, I saw there's a two thirty start, but you know, Steve, we're, Jake, we're talking about Purdue schedule on down the line. I see they still have to play Michigan State and Ohio State. Yeah, they do. That they're they're we're talking about Purdue. There's. Purdue's schedule is rough going yes, forward. That's why I can't. I wouldn't pick Purdue to win the West over Iowa. I still think Iowa is the team there, or Minnesota, which has a super light schedule in immediate in the immediate future. They have Northwestern, Illinois, and Maryland coming up. Not yes, that, not in that order. Well, Steve, I, I'm Jake. I'm curious to see if Iowa can beat Wisconsin. I think that's going to be next uh, week. A next week. scoring. Three to three, six to three game. But hey, guys, listen, uh, great show. Have a good weekend. Enjoy the games. And I, I'll hang up and I want to hear what Vinny has to say. All right. Okay. We got, well, Vince, hang tight. We're, we're late. I got to get to a break. And then, uh, Vince, Vinny, hold through the. Hang tight. Hold through the. We'll, we'll talk the to break. Vince in Napa, California after the break on early break in the ticket. <laughs> 